WLWT News 5, leading the way. Good morning. It is Thursday, Fletcher's Friday, as we That's always right. allude to. So we're happy for you, even though if we're you. not you know, happy I'm about happy, it for you. I'm happy for myself. There you go. You know what, Fletch? <laughs> no one else is going to cheer for you harder than you. <laughs> That's right. Do it. Thanks for joining us. WLWT News 5 Today's Daily Dose. Kelly Rippin, Colin Mayfield, Fletcher Keel, talking about some of the headlines from this morning. One that will continue to persist as a very big topic around the country has certainly grasped us here at work. Uh, the student loan relief officially announced. We had kind of alluded to it yesterday. Mm -hmm. Now it has been announced and there's still going to be a whole lot of conversation about how this works, the impacts it will have and if it can happen. Yeah, $10,000 across the board. There's uh, $20,000 uh, for Bell, uh, Pell Grant uh, individuals who received that at one point. Um, so yeah, still a lot of ongoing discussions and this you know, could be uh, challenged in some respects uh, in the courts. So I think that's uh, what Kelly's kind of alluding to. Um, but yeah, we'll have to see. And really it's, it's tough to measure the impact this is gonna have for folks because right. I think everybody's in a different range. Um, some people obviously have private debt with just this is not even gonna touch. So um, yeah, something to, to figure out and I think more conversation is gonna be had about it, so. Yeah, individuals who are making less than $125,000 a year qualify or couples making less than $250,000 a year. Um, so um, again, we were talking yesterday, I believe it's somewhere around 30% of borrowers this will impact. So not quite everyone, um, but a good number of people. But again, as you're kind of saying, Colin, we're not yep. quite sure what the impact as a whole this is going to be um, yeah. for quite some time, if it even comes to fruition with uh, right. the challenges we're assuming that might be on the way for it. Yeah. Money, money doesn't just disappear, unfortunately. Right. So yeah. someone's looking for it. Someone is going to need uh, paid back there. So uh, definitely going to be interesting. That conversation will continue. We will, of course, uh, bring you the updates. We talked with a UC professor uh, earlier this morning. If you want to see more on that on WLWT.com, Yana Massey giving us some good breakdowns of, you know, students are excited. Do they know all of the implications, maybe not entirely, but on the surface they're going, hey, this is going to save me money. Right. And then the economics professor kind of going into more of the details about how it could have an impact. So uh, early this morning, about 2.30, Columbus School District uh, agreeing to a deal with its teachers union, um, which is a huge deal. They haven't released the terms of that agreement yet, uh, but that will bring the students and teachers back to school on Monday. They mm -hmm. are going to continue virtual learning with their students at home with substitute teachers until Monday, give the teachers a couple days to get back in the classrooms. But uh, it will be interesting to see what will come out of that because they were disagreeing on building conditions and pay and classroom size. And those are all things that they can't remedy in two days. So we'll have to see what the decisions they came to were uh, for them to all agree to that at 2.30 this morning. Yeah. And 13 hours of- Yeah, 13 hours of uh, federal negotiation or negotiations with mediator. the federal mediator. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they were able to come to that after pretty unanimous agreement that they were going to have this strike as well as what, 94, 96% yeah. um, voted 94, to take that strike. So um, yeah, so of course happy that not only teachers will be back in the classrooms, but they'll be able to have their students in the classroom um, as well starting next week. Um, and yeah, very interested to see what the negotiation agreements are. For sure. That we don't know yet. There's also a shooting being investigated this morning on, on Galbraith, excuse me, Galbraith Avenue um, near Daly Road. So that happened around three this morning. Pretty new. Uh, we had actually a video of a car and it had a lot of bullet holes in it. Yeah. So uh, there was a man shot in the leg that was apparently, I'm guessing, in that car. Um, but we'll get more information on that, who that person is, their age. Uh, we haven't had a status update as well in their condition. So 
Um, we do know they were taken to the hospital. Very sounds minimal like. information. Is yeah, very, very that. minimal information. I, it was pretty early this morning, so I think that was partially yeah, why. Yeah, it, it just hasn't come out yet. Uh, Bengals practice, the second practice with the Rams mm -hmm. happening today. They practiced yesterday, uh, which was fun to see. It's, you know, it's kind of a rematch. Not really, but, um, you know. It's Sa a, Saturday will be the rematch. And even then, Grindel. probably on a much lesser scale. With a um, huge asterisk. Yes, for the Rams and the Bengals. And they talked a little bit because we had, sort of joked yesterday about some of the fights that seemed to have happened in these practices, these joint practices. Yesterday was all peaceful, though. Mm -hmm. It was, I can't remember what Joe Burrow was saying. You kind of alluded to it this morning about kind of how these disagreements mm. tend to arise. Yeah, he was saying that when um, the defensive practice or the, the defensive starters game plan against his first team offense, there are some fights. They're not supposed to do that, apparently. And I know, you know, you want to be prepared. You want to come with a plan. You want to realistically get into game situations. And I think that's what they were doing. But he alluded to the fact that when that happens, <laughs> tempers flare up, yeah. you know, right. what I mean? because you're game planning for each other, but your teammates. So and I can understand there's competitiveness, what a competitive world football is mm -hmm. um, in general. But it was interesting to see. And, you know, with these practices are not a lot. They're not taking a lot of hits. Right. Obviously, the quarterbacks stay off the ground. Hopefully they don't touch Joe Burrow or maybe somebody gets put, put on the ground themselves. Maybe that's what causes one right. of those fights. That's, what, that's exactly what happens, Don't touch right? my quarterback. So, um, so we'll see how today goes. It, it's cool to see this competitiveness, and I think it helps them prepare and focus on um, the upcoming season. Mm -hmm. The Rams, one of the top you know, teams in the NFL as well. So. Uh, and another interesting thing that Joe Burrow said, we've actually heard this from across the league, is that with the lack of starters playing in preseason games, and they've already cut it to three, that – joint practices, these inter-squad scrimmages might be the future of the preseason, maybe get rid of games, because these are really the only times that the starters are seeing, quote-unquote, meaningful preseason time in the field with them not playing in the actual preseason. Yes. That would be interesting, and I think mm -hmm. it seems like the players enjoy it too, and yes, they're actually getting so. like somewhat of a challenge, but still without the threat of injuries right. as much. So that could, be, that could be very interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, from football to baseball, the Reds' schedule for next year is out. Yeah, just... Drop. That's one of my favorite things about the MLB schedule. Just it's just the middle of the day, a weekday is like, oh, by the way, we know who's going to play. The big thing to take away from there, the Reds are opening at home as it should as be. As it should be. And will open at home six straight games against division opponents. They'll open against Pittsburgh before the Cubs come to town. Which is fun. We don't know a time yet. Probably late afternoon. That would be ideal. That way all of the Reds opening day celebrations will happen as they are supposed to. <laughs> uh, let's check on the forecast first with Randy, though, before we talk about one more very good also baseball theme story. All right, check out this view over top of downtown. A little bit of river fog there, uh, some nice colors on the horizon, and it is going to be a beautiful day. Right now it's 65 degrees in Cincinnati, several of the suburbs to the north in the 50s to start out the morning. Humidity stays low today, a lot of sunshine, and a high today around 86 degrees. The humidity is already climbing by this time tomorrow, and we could actually see a few spotty showers. First thing Friday, I expect a few more in the early afternoon. All right, we'll wrap it up on a good note. Um, the Mason Challenger Red Stockings are headed to the Little League World Series. They had an awesome send-off parade last night. So many people coming out. Red's mascots were out there. They had a drum line. Mm. Tons of fans out there. This is a team made up of 
uh, kids with special abilities, and they are heading to Williamsport, Pennsylvania. We were talking this morning cool. about what just an awesome memory this will be for them. Yeah, you get to travel. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing they're taking probably a bus, maybe a charter bus. That's always fun. You know, you don't get to ride a charter bus too many yeah. times. Um, but uh, yeah, what an experience. And then just to showcase the talent that these individuals have. You know, everybody wants to get in a place where they can showcase some type yeah, of talent. Have fun. You know, you don't want to brag about it, obviously. But and, and, and they didn't. I, it was it was so cool to see how humble they are, um, but but so excited to get this opportunity. Yeah, and uh, an opportunity three years in the making. They Absolutely. were supposed to go in 2020 before COVID mm -hmm. uh, wrecked that and then um, weren't able to make it last year. So they're able to get there. And uh, we were talking earlier that they're actually allowing some of the players who may have aged out of this to be able to come back and be able oh, to actually awesome. play in this game, which I think is one of the cooler aspects. Absolutely. Of I mean, that's so important because, really yeah, they, they were given the opportunity. It just didn't happen, which right. wasn't their fault. So right. um, a congratulations to them already on this accomplishment. A good luck. We can't wait to follow. Danielle Dindak did the great story, and it's actually on our website mm -hmm. with a link also on how you can follow what happens yep. for them. The game is at 10.30 a.m. Um, and will air on PBS, I do believe. PBS. PBS, awesome. Good to know. So you can follow and cheer. We will, of course, be updating you through the weekend. That's all we need for today's Daily Dose. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow for Friday.